0: Back, this is the No Cap Podcast. Once again you're in the building with your boy Javier Fresco and with my peoples, Snugs the General. What's happening, brother? What's good with it? You, you
1: already know, man. We blessed, not stressed. We not tripping at all.
0: We not tripping, man. We is not tripping. This is uh another day, another podcast. Uh sorry we missed out on you guys on last week. We had some tech technical difficulties we were dealing with, but We back up and running. They can't stop the show, man. We back in this thing. At
1: all. It'll never happen again.
0: Gotta stay consistent like little Baby. For sure, for sure. So, we're gonna just jump off into it, man. We're gonna start off with our Hats Off segment. As you already know, uh, this week we would like to honor a good friend of ours, actually. Uh, Famous Amos. Famous Amos has been... Bet you motherfucking want. Famous Amos has been going live recently showing his uh some of his philanthropist acts uh going out in the community in Memphis, Tennessee and feeding the homeless, provide meals for a lot of homeless people and he documenting this shit. So it's not we already know this is no cap. You know what I'm saying? He ain't just saying some shit. He actually going out, putting boots on the ground. And showing what he's doing in the community, him and his team, and I—I I, I like the fact that he developed a team to help him out, yeah. so they can cover more ground, and it's, it seems to be real impactful in the area.
1: He actually did a partnership with—I um, forgot the company—but um, he did a partnership with the company uh, to feed those homeless people. Amos is a square dude, man. A lot of people see Amos for, like, the craziness on Instagram and on Facebook and stuff like that, and the videos, and the viral videos, and the dancing, and I bet you won't. Amos is a real square dude. Hopefully, we can get him on a podcast, you know what I'm saying, to where y'all can really see who Amos really is. Man, but big shout out to Amos, man, and iPod and all them guys, man, they out there
0: feeding the homeless. He been... um. A part of the movement too, you know what I'm saying? It's just low key. Oh yeah. And when you say square dude, I just want to point out we're not saying that he's uh, a lame by by no means. No, His not father, at all. Most definitely. You know how people try to flip words and shit, but what we are saying is he's a he's square business. You know, what solid. I'm Let Straight me say up. that he's a solid dude. Yeah. Straight solid. Bro. Real so solid dude. Hopefully we can get him on, man. A lot of people I feel like need to see another side. Well, yeah. I like to get into, you know what I'm saying, a couple of different things that I want to know personally that I feel like people will want to know about as well. So hopefully we can get them on soon. It'll be a nice show, bro. Hey, You, hear this, man? Come on the podcast, bro. Real talk. Yeah, the people want to hear it. The people's requesting it. All right, bro. So it has been a couple things going on here lately. There's been a lot of memes going around about, you know, the release of the new PS5. Then you got your, your PS five and Xbox debate and it's been kinda going crazy. I've been seeing some niggas post some wild shit with these <laughs> They've been bruh.
1: going hard on each other, man. <laughs> They've been
0: going too hard. What's like what's one of the best ones you seen?
1: Man. Like my partner put up one and he was like, um he had like this uh dog, like this light skinned dude that had like some makeup on, like some lip gloss on. He was like uh PS5 megas or something. There's like the it ain't real been real crazy. I can't
0: remember just the craziest
1: one. It been too many.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to keep up with it. It's been crazy, but just to kind of you know, state where I stand with the shit. I'm an Xbox nigga so, um, and I don't really feel like none of that shit play into my lifestyle because I ain't just no go hard gamer like that no more. I play the game now. Yeah, but I don't play like 2K and Man. You know what I'm saying? I don't get into all that other shit nowadays. I ain't even played Call of Duty in a minute. And I used to be, you know, pretty into Call of Duty and shit like that, but I try to keep it at a minimum. But when it comes to, I feel like Xbox niggas are way cooler than PlayStation niggas, though.
1: I don't know, cuz. Because if I had to choose a side, I don't got a gaming system. But if I had to choose a side, I'd be an Xbox nigga. Because that's all I'd have ever owned or played. You
0: know, yeah, now see. my first game, my actual, my actual first game in 99 was a PlayStation. Yeah. You know, first see, game that's where I, I started. Yeah. I started all PlayStation. I mean, you know, from Super Nintendo, I think I had a Sega Genesis. Then I went straight to PlayStation. I had all to the PlayStation 2. I I stopped there. I ended up getting an Xbox 360, and that's when I switched over to Xbox. But to me, man, it, I don't know. It's a different world. People that I encounter That play Xbox They different PlayStation PlayStation niggas Bro they will sit up In their room For years <laughs> And don't come out there bitch bro Like I be looking for A sense of normalcy Yeah and, You know Y'all correct me If I'm wrong But shit That's just how I have been seeing it man Like Man damn. a
1: game A game to me Is like uh, It's a, uh, it's, a it's something <clears throat> So you excuse me Something so you can Decompress You get what for I'm sure. saying Like you be out all day and you moving around, you know what I'm saying? You give you shit out and you play a game with your partners or you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we do at Men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they going to go, Nick's going to go gamma. He's going to go shoot dice. He's going to go do something, you know what I'm saying, just to decompress.
0: I'm going to tell you something weird that I do. All right, I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Some people might find it kind of strange. But I kind of live vicariously through my video game. I feel like most niggas my age, especially if they play sports and shit, and they, you know what I'm saying, we too old to get out and try that shit again or whatever. We didn't we didn't get as far as we wanted to go. I feel like a lot of niggas live like this. So what I do is I play a lot of franchises. Um, sometimes I recreate niggas that I play ball with, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Run my franchise. I, I guarantee you every nigga that I graduated with, my senior class, can identify with this shit because we all feel like That we had some unfinished business Our senior year You see what I'm saying Right And it's like The only way that we can relive that moment Or to kind of Kind of put that into a sense That where we could kind of Figure out how it would have finished out Is to do shit like that Maybe it's just me But I feel like I ain't the only one That do that shit though
1: You most definitely not the only person That do that Cause when I had a game I used to do that You know (laughs) what I'm saying For real But It's kind of like A a place you can go And kind of like just Create your own little universe. You get what I'm saying? Right. It's, man, playing do- games. And I read a post uh, that this that this lady put up, a dude's wife, and she took a picture of him playing a game, and she was sitting behind him. And it was like a message to the ladies. Like, man, don't nag a trip with your dude because he's playing a game because you don't know what kind of day he had, you know? You know what I'm saying? It's just like you get on the phone and you scroll Facebook for 100 hours. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, play the yeah. game. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, how you, you decompress.
0: decompress. That's how niggas decompress. Nigga ain't childish say, or
1: nothing like that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Nah, because I will say, you know, the mood I'm in determine what game I'm playing. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I got pissed off at work or some shit, I'm probably finna play some GTA. I'm finna steal some cars. I'm finna... You know what I'm saying? I'm finna wreak havoc on GTA right quick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to go in in. But you know what I'm saying? If I've been had a pretty chill day, I want to be on my, my my GM shit, I might throw in 2K and, you know what I'm saying, run my franchise or some shit like that. It just depends on what mood. But like you say, bro, it's, it's a very good way to decompress and kind of unpack. Uh, a lot of people don't have them like a lot of outlets like that where they can kind of just, you know, Melt the day away A lot of people turn to other shit Some people come home And get fucking sloppy drunk yeah. You know what I'm saying Or some shit like that And it's not always the best case
1: And niggas so. by nature We hobbyist Nick, Some niggas like cars They go and fix on cars You know after they get out work And they spend a lot of money doing that. Some niggas play golf Some niggas work on yeah. computers And fix computers And do stuff like that Man every dude that every dude got a hobby, some kind of hobby. Yeah.
0: For sure, I agree with that. For sure, and it's so you know, just one would, of things.
1: So, would you say you are a sports like you are a sports guy, just purely sports, or what would you categorize yourself as a leisure gamer?
0: That's crazy because I don't really know these terms nowadays. Right, but I tell you what, I what my preference.
1: Right,
0: I prefer sports over most games. I don't really like fantasy type shit. Um, Me you know what I'm saying. I could do the Call of Duty, the GTA's, um, but like, man, it's a lot of like open world shit that I really can't get into. Um, but you yeah. know, like I'm not, I'm not a, a Minecraft type guy, which you know what I'm saying. A lot yep. of people they they get into that Minecraft for uh, what's the other shit? What's the other shit everybody playing? The Sims. Yeah. Uh, Not even that. The other one, man, that uh-huh. everybody fucking love.
1: I don't have oh no God. idea if oh. you asking the wrong person. I do not know. <laughs> but if if I had to it say for myself, me, go ahead. No, go ahead. If I had to write myself, if I had to type myself as a, a leisure gamer, I'm a first person player. Like a first person shooter type of you know what I'm saying? I like games like this. Right.
0: Like
1: yeah. I could the game that. that got me into Xbox is Halo.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Halo,
1: like a first-person shooter game, like you're an astronaut, you know what I'm saying, shooting aliens and stuff like that. And then Call of Duty, we used to, man, we used to bet money on Call of Duty, bro. For real. In college, oh, yeah. man, it'd be eight, ten niggas in the room. And back then, we was smoking weed real heavy. We'd have blunts in rotation. Man, we will be playing Call of Duty for money. We yeah, really? I always
0: play Madden I always play Madden. Madden for money Oh that game by the way The game is Fortnite bro. I don't know Fort- why that Oh shit can come Fortnite Yeah
1: okay yeah How Yeah, we but, not yeah I used that? to play
0: <laughs> I don't know Crazy But yeah I, I, I uh, used to make a lot of money Off Madden in college So you know That's another reason why It, it made me feel like I had to get good enough To win money Because mm-hmm. if I'm a gamble I'm betting on myself You know what I'm saying Even though There's certain things in the game That can kind of Alter the, the outcome I feel like be on some fluke shit, nigga. Be getting lucky and they win like that. But if I can control what I can control, bro, I'm I'm pretty much finna secure the bag on this man and shit. Yeah. So that's why you know I prefer sports games. But you know what I'm saying? Halo was cool. I don't know if I'd be interested in a Halo right now though. You know what I'm saying? Like call, not, of nah, sure. call of Duty for sure. Call of Duty.
1: I Call of Duty most definitely though. For real.
0: Right. So, but the the debate is though you know what I'm saying, PS5 over Xbox. And I don't really know. I hadn't really checked out much of the specs on the uh, the new Xbox release, but PS5 seemed to be pretty decent. I think, you know what I'm saying, this comes down to a, a, a issue of brand loyalty. That's I it. I feel like everybody, yeah, everybody That's who it. fuck with what they fuck with, going to keep fucking with what they exactly. always fuck with. Exactly.
1: It ain't no better than no more, bro, because all the graphics basically look the same. They both take CDs. They both make one that's digital. Like, they both around the same price. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's about brand loyalty at this point. It's like, it's like if you're a Chevy guy or you're a Ford guy. You know what I'm saying? Or Yeah, I mean,
0: there yeah, are the, definitely some, some differences in, in, in terms of graphics and things like that when you're coming from, I'm not sure, like I Is said, it really, though? Come, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, just looking from... From uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knows Xbox graphics is better than PlayStation. It's going to be some niggas are going to be in the comments like, nah, man, you lying. But it's, the people who know the truth, they know Xbox graphics better than PlayStation. And then it's, it, it plays on a different, like a linear scale, bro. I can't really explain this shit, but it's, it's certain differences that, that really make people gravitate towards the one that they do like. Yeah. I like Xbox because of the way it plays, you know what I'm saying? And the graphics. But ultimately, it's not that far off, like you say. It's, it's not like that these. far off. If
1: you go to Walmart, if you go to Walmart, and it's two 58 inch TVs beside each other, one arm <laughs> a Samsung and one arm a LG, you're going to be looking back and forth like, man, these are basically the same. You get what I'm saying? And one even if
0: like, you do look any different. By the time you take that shit home, that shit gonna look good because you only compare it to his one. <laughs> exactly. Step, so just you only compare
1: it to what you already got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. You got a 32. You bring a 58, a, a 65 to the crib. You be like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't know, even care about the quality. It's the size right. that's gonna capture it first. So that's how I look at it. Like, man, it's just like, yeah. You know what I'm saying, man? P it's brand loyalty. It's brand loyalty, no doubt.
0: For sure. Cause I know for sure, I'm not finna buy no new Xbox no time soon because that motherfuckers gonna be too expensive. Yeah, they talking not about they these games. Can't buy. Being,
1: they talking about the game being up with a thousand dollars, bro. That's crazy.
0: Yeah,
1: ain't no parent finna pay no thousand dollars for no game. Man,
0: you'd be surprised. You would be surprised what people play, put pay money for on video game. But the thing about it. I ain't in no rush. I always usually wait about two years before I get a new console. Or so so they can get the king tripping Yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially with Xbox. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so we just got to talking about hobbies and shit, the shit that le- niggas do on the leisure. I've been into some different books and shit lately. Different movies on the scene. It's kind of been, um, pretty intriguing. Yeah. You got any books or movies? Anything you've been into? Yeah, man. Like I, um,
1: people about I actually revisited some uh, reading material. It's leisure. It's not, you know, it ain't finna wow you. It's not gonna be something to educate you. It's leisure. A leisure good leisure read is the cartel by uh, Jaquavius. I forgot his wife's name, but the guy's name is Jaquavius. It's a good leisure read, and then it's like four or five books in a series, so I, I, you know, revisited that. And then um, TV shows, you know, the Shy just came back on.
0: <clears throat> you know, I ain't gotten into that yet, man. I've been trying to. Yeah, man. Oh, I know. Cuz. Yeah. Cuz, come on. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to get on it though. For man, sure. the
1: Shy is dope, man. Like, bro, like Lena Waithe, man. Lena Waithe and um, it's it's three, it's three ladies, man. Uh, film like filmmakers and. Directors Lena Waithe, Ava DuVernay, and uh, Issa Rae.
0: Yeah, bro, for sure. killing the game. My wife love Issa Rae. Killing the game right now. And it's good to see too. Yeah, I definitely want to check the shy out. I just never got into it. Hadn't got around to it to check it out. The shy. I mean, there was a lot good. of drama surrounding yeah. uh, one of the cast members there, but. I just want to start from the beginning And then, you know what I'm saying Be able to binge my way up to where we at now Yeah, I think it would be pretty cool to do yep. But <clears throat> some movies well, First of all, some books I've been into I just recently uh, and, and you know, a lot of people might try to discredit me for this But some of these readings are audio books um, I just listened to Jay Prince's audio book Um, Just got done with uh, Black Privilege by Charlemagne the God His audio book as well Pretty two pretty good reads. I think what I took out of both of them, what, what the most I took out of Jake Prince's book was just how to move. You know what I'm saying? When you a boss, yeah. how you move, man, and how your name weight in the streets based on how you move. And it's not even it just about no no street shit. It's just about how to move. I think you, know you, what you, always saying? When you take to tell people care about your
1: encounter after you got
0: the reading, like the situation you was in with the guy. I mean, yeah. So I mean, it's it's kind of a weird situation because. Things line up kind of, kind of strange. It's like before I even read this book, my wife's mom came and told me she met an individual that knew Jay Prince. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe the next day, this book became available to me in my album music. So I'm like, damn, let me, let me, you know, see what's popping. Within two, three days, bro, I'm done with the book, and I'm like, damn. But before I finish the book, I go to one of my homies' house. One of my old school partners from Florida, you know what I'm saying, we be kicking it from time to time. He, uh, you know, he be, you know, sit on his back porch chilling, feel yeah. like we do back home when we just cooling or whatever. And he had a relative over there. going to find out this individual was, I ain't gonna drop no names, cause I don't know if bro wanna be put out like yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt, He was, yeah, an of course. He was a, yeah, he was an employee though, of rap a Records. I'm like, damn. Wow. I said that's so coincidental. I like somebody I know just met one of Jay Prince's relatives. I'm reading the book, and I'm almost done with the book. And the part of the book that I had just listened to that day, he spoke on it. He was like, "Yeah, this person is this person, and I work for them, and we do this." And that. I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Right. You run right it's into crazy, the deal. bro. Yeah, it just made me realize how small the universe is. So I, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would have. I put it like this. Had I not been reading this book, I don't know if I would have been able to speak to the situation as well as I was able to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might not have even known who Bro was or who he was talking about. Yeah. I just know who Jay Prince is. But, you know what I'm saying? The fact that I'm reading this book gave me a little bit more of a a conversational piece. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was pretty cool. And that's um, good, man. You know, that's
1: crazy. Because that, that was crazy to me when you told me the story because it's like, man, bro, we're moving into a time where if you put it out there you know what i'm saying it's gonna come to pass. it's gonna come into you going your thoughts are gonna really become things you get what I'm saying for real that's a fact you get what I'm saying so your thoughts really gonna become things you're really gonna start manifesting stuff you know what i'm saying you're really gonna start when you when you think about it it's gonna come you know what i'm saying so let's put good positive energy in the atmosphere and stuff like that that's all it shows okay.
0: me Right, like we word. could go
1: into our next segment too. You talking just speaking about manifesting? Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: this girl, Be Simone you familiar who Be Simone is, right? Yeah, yeah. We we mentioned uh a uh, couple episodes ago. Man, Be Simone bro. Tell me what you think
1: about this. Her statement. Well, I know you know the statement, but I want to hear your standpoint. She said she's an entrepreneur. So she can't date a 9 to 5 dude And what she was saying is she was on Nick Cannon show And Nick Cannon was kind of like Man what like What if the dude a doctor You know what I'm saying He got a really good job Excuse me And she's just like man I need a dude with an entrepreneur mindset You know what I'm saying I can't date with no 9 to 5 dude Because he ain't gonna understand So being an entrepreneur yourself What's your standpoint on it? What, How do you feel about it?
0: I mean, let me see if I can kind of explain this a little bit better than we did last time. We talked about, you know, this similar, this, this, this topic. Right. It's, because I think I kind of defended, I kind of defended the, the statement and didn't really get my point across with, you know what I'm saying, how I really, really feel about it. So let me try to address this the best way I can. I understand that you want a dude with a hustler mentality. You know what I'm saying. If a man don't work, he don't eat. Now, how he chooses to work is based on him. Yeah. But I think she's saying, and and I I hate to you know to try to say a person is saying this, but what I get from it is that she's just not gonna settle for a dude who just okay, which is going to work. But I think she don't have a good way to say that. But you know what I'm saying for her to go. Is it's, it's, almost, it's almost a shallow statement, bro, because like, oh, just because you work, I can't fuck with you. This might be a good person. You know what I'm saying? Just because they choose to do what they do don't mean that they're not a good person for you.
1: Right.
0: Sometimes relationships with when people are both uh, entrepreneurial-minded or strong-headed strong like that, yeah. it don't always work out. Somebody got to take the back seat sometimes. You see what I'm saying? And she seemed like she might be the type of person that needs somebody to step off while she do her thing and just they be that support system for her while she do her thing. Yeah. I don't know, man.
1: I mean, to me, I I beg to differ as far as the point that she was trying to get across. I think that she was saying that as far as your mindset as an entrepreneur – it's a day-to-day grind, you know you ain't going to sleep when everybody else going to sleep, you're not waking up when everybody else waking up. you might have right. a conference call, you got to get on and then 30 minutes later you got to go jump on a flight. you know what I'm saying like it's like a whole bunch of moving parts to being an entrepreneur. And with a person with a nine to five, you know that's a, that's a droll lifestyle, you know what I'm saying.' That's like that's mechanical. You get what I'm saying? So, the mindset of a person that's willing to work a nine-to-five and the mindset of a person that's willing to be an entrepreneur are very different. So, in a relationship can cause some conflict. Cause some conflict on the standpoint of if I'm texting, just say I'm in the bed and I'm texting at three o'clock in the morning and my wife sleep, And she wake up out of her sleep and she see me texting or she see me sitting up with my phone in my face. She gonna initially... Her innate reaction is going to be, who are you talking to? It's 3 o'clock in the morning. And like, what you doing? Right. I would say, man, I'm making moves, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Entrepreneur. But she might
0: not understand that.
1: And she might not understand that. She right. might, not nah, you mm-hmm. You texting me, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, whatever. You know, it could be taken. And I know dudes. We're a little bit more sensitive than we like to lead on. You get what I'm saying? Like, you wake up and you see your all later on the phone. She walking around the room on the phone and you wake up out of your sleep. And you see them like, whoa, what's, what's going on here? Or she walk yeah. out the room while she on the phone. She get a phone call and she had to walk out the room like, what you got to leave that you can't say in front of me? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it just... A lot of people may not understand that lifestyle i think that's what she was trying to get across
0: all right so do you think i mean just speaking from that point of view do you think it's better if you think she right i mean you think she right with what she's saying like she got to have an entrepreneur or the dude that that owns his own business that's a boss that you know what i'm saying take charge do all this or i mean what you feel
1: i don't think that she wrong i don't think there's no right or wrong in this situation Mr. Matter of it's preference. just the
0: way she's conveying the message. It's a yeah, matter of I think it's preference. the way she's conveying the message too.
1: But she may not, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, she may not be able to, you know what I'm saying? She articulate might to, that, yeah, articulate it in a certain kind of way to, 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 uh, to so people can understand her heart in the situation. I can understand right. it because I'm a person that take pay attention to detail. I understand nuance as well. So it ain't about you know, her not liking people or she thinks she's better than dudes that work nine-to-five. I don't think that's what she's saying at all. She's saying, I can't live that lifestyle. Now, what she don't realize is that doctors work nine-to-five or eight-to-five and they may own their practice. And that junk closed down at five o'clock. So, essentially, he owned that practice, but he's still working nine-to-five. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's a lot of little intricacies in there, man. It's just... It's a matter of preference to me Is what you like It's like saying You like skinny girl or a fat girl You know what I'm saying You like a mm-hmm. white girl or a black girl That's your preference Yeah Same thing My And you gonna have your reason why
0: Man I hear you man There's a lot of folks been going at our ass though About this shit So I felt like it was only You know right for us to kinda You know Give our peace as well um, I mean, we just, like I said, we discuss. It's crazy how we discuss a lot of shit that makes its way around, bro. And then we come back, we hit <laughs> it again. That's that manifesto, man. can hit it again. We got another comedian Someone on thing. our docket. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. My bad.
1: Nah, I was saying, man. We got another comedian on the docket, man. Because be some is a cute comedian, but this dude right here is like my spirit animal, bro. The ghost. He's like. Oh, yeah. This dude speak for me, man. That's none none other than Mr. David Chappelle. And uh he Hello, dropped David. A, yeah, he dropped a piece. <laughs> um I don't want to call it a comedy special because it really wasn't funny. But he dropped it a piece um, funny about this shit. Yeah, he dropped a piece called 846, 846, and it was surrounding, you know, everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter, George Florida, you know, we done wore them subjects out. You know what I'm saying? But it was like that. But I want to come from the standpoint of uh, reviewing it or talking about it as how masterful this dude is with his oratorical skills. You get what I'm saying? Like, Dave Chappelle oh, yeah. is a goat, bro. <laughs> For real.
0: Yeah. If the goat was a person, it's Dave Chappelle. Yes. For sure. And like you say, bro, you say, spirit, and i like, bro, say everything that I want to say. But he said so perfectly, bro. It's like, it's like he's the embodiment of my thoughts. Bro. Exactly. <laughs> the way he, he painted the picture for you, bro. And <laughs> yep. I, and I love it, bro. Yep. So, you got to go down as the gold of my book. But what do you take away from the whole special? Like, you know. I
1: hope people listened. I hope people didn't glaze over the fact that this Dave Chappelle and Dave Chappelle wasn't funny. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think I don't want people to think. I don't want people to look at that and go, or not watch it, because oh, this Dave Chappelle man. I automatically want to laugh, man. Listen to what he's talking about. These issues yeah. are very, very, very prevalent, and very, very sure. needing to be talked about. Now, excuse me. He got a joke where he was like, you know what I'm saying? When all the world, you know what I'm saying, breaks down who wanna hear Ja Rule opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Man, it's a <laughs> it's a whole Yeah, beat he
0: got and, a little <laughs> he got his whole he got a little his little spots and that's the that's the thing about the delivery of this whole piece though. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's a very serious tone message, right? But he yeah. finds a way to to interject some, some comedy in this whole thing. You see what I'm saying? But it's not it's not a gut-busting type special where you're just going to be sitting here crying, laughing. It's actually going to provoke a lot of thought. Provoke, yeah, I'm, I'm a sure a lot of people have, have watched it up to this point. I think the people who really need to watch this shit, though, probably hadn't even touched it. Exactly. So I charge those people, probably some of those All Lives Matter people or some of these people who really don't understand, you know what I'm saying, they feel like we should be following up behind Candace Owens and her opinions. Go check this out, man, because this... Really paints the picture In terms of what people Like us think And how we feel And what we feel like We need to be doing Right now In this particular time Yep I, I really I can say I co-sign And I, I can say Dave Chappelle spoke for me On this particular one
1: Exactly Most most definitely He's speaking for He is the black voice You know what I'm saying The everyday Day to day Black voice You get what I'm saying That's what we thinking You know what I'm saying No hoes bar It ain't all educated He's not saying all the correct words. He's not articulating and enunciating and pronun. that man just talking. And he just being real about it. For real.
0: Straight no cap.
1: No cap. So we gon' you know,
0: we know we're gon'. Anything with no cap in it, we're gonna support it. 100 percent No cap stuff approval. For real, for real. So Kind of, and we ain't finna get deep into this Black Lives Matter movement this week because we know what it is and we know we need to be doing. But one thing that, that kind of surfaced a few days ago is Kyrie Irving saying <laughs> that, you know, it's best that the NBA doesn't, you know, restart the season because it'll take attention away from what black people are doing right now in terms of trying to get some things changed uh, and of the George Floyd situation and just all the police brutality that's been going on. What do you think, my boy? Man... Your biggest voice,
1: I'm telling you, this is like Kyrie Irving looking at LeBron James as like, he done one up me again. You know what I'm saying? Like, he looking like, man, bro, I need to be on the other side or I need to do, you know what I'm saying? So I can look appear to be better than LeBron because LeBron is the kid right now and he always been, you get what I'm saying? He always been the the dude that go out there and he gonna protest. He gonna protest peacefully. He gonna be on the side of the people. Kyrie is wanting to to one-up that with this. That's how I feel about it. He wanna one-up what LeBron doing. Bruh, man, play basketball. Like, your biggest voice is to go out on that court and have a black T-shirt on because you don't know how many people you gonna impact. You don't know how many little kids... Or how many white kids that follow you or fans of you that going to see that, okay, Kyrie Irving stand right here. And they going to choose which side of the line they going to stand on. They going to stand on. Your impact yeah. playing basketball is far greater than what you can do sitting out the season and being in a march. You just did as a face card. Really? Right. Like, what are you doing? Then you can get in your interviews and you can... You know what I'm saying? Talk what you got to talk. Talk that talk in your interviews. So, right. I feel like you got a, you got a much bigger voice playing the game.
0: Okay. I'm going to kind of get my, my point on how I feel like they should move in the situation. But one thing I'm going to say is that no matter what decision they make, it has to be a unified decision. You see what I'm saying? Yep. I don't feel like people need to be publicizing that they not drew the line in the sand and, and everybody stand on this side And who stand on this side We need to come together and agree On what we can agree on You see what I'm saying We be showing too much of, of a divide And that's what my thing is That's the biggest distraction b- Besides the NBA starting back NBA games It's a distraction now We got black players Who feel one way And another group of black players That feel another way Yeah. And okay. it's a separation It's I not a unified you. movement Yeah. You see what I'm saying But in terms of what should happen with the NBA, I don't feel like, I feel like every day, day day-to-day is taking away the momentum we built when we started these protests and every day-to-day, no matter what's going on. If they put out another stimulus check in two weeks, that's going to take away from the movement. NBA ain't got to start back for it to happen. It could be anything, bro. They can have anything else can happen. They can shut the world down again because coronavirus never went away. And that's going to take away from the movement. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to pick and choose your battles. And at the same time, you got to move as a unit. You see what I'm saying? Because NBA ain't going to stop. Like you said, it's a platform where people can really, really express where they stand. Yep. But if we don't stand on the same side, it, it, it's is counterproductive.
1: It's real counterproductive. i tell you what else
0: is counterproductive
1: is um, Kevin Durant mm-hmm. arguing with... What to do like with Kendra Perkins. Kendra Perkins. Yeah, yeah, man. man. Like, bro, like, come on. Y'all, you had like y'all dating each other. What you mean? Like, you got to take up for your homeboy. Then he said, what'd he say? What'd he say about KP? Um, He kind of called his
0: stats yeah, out, man. He did, yeah, that's he was the calling his like, he out to... like
1: he was sorry. Said he ain't score with two points in the game or something like that. That's and at the same productive.
0: time, this is same. It's the same guy that you big up in your, in your, your, your MVP speech, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. KP was protecting him, and you come back and then you, you slander him with his stats, which they were piss-po. I ain't never really seen him have a great game, but you know what I'm saying, he played in the league. But I think all that comes from, players look at guys like that as, man, you play in the league, you supposed to stand with us. You shouldn't have no, but at the same time, this is a debate amongst two players, you see what I'm saying? So I don't know how you can attack the media and try to discredit people by how many points they score in the game because that ain't clearly that's not his job no more. He's exactly. a sports analyst. Yeah. And just let him voice his opinion. And y'all need to get together. As, as the players union you need to get together and decide what the fuck we finna do. Fuck Kendrick Perkins.
1: Exactly, man. My whole thing with this whole shebang, and like I said, we don't want to keep, you know what I'm saying, beating the dead horse, bro, but... From Candace on to Kyrie to KD to Man, bro. Keep your business in house, bro. If you gotta out with your bro, go to him. Talk to them. For real. You get what I'm saying, like man, we ain't we don't got room for our business to be in the street. Get your kids out the you street, don't. man. You know what I'm saying, like they what I'm on, like for real. for real. Keep the business real, out man. the street. Come
0: together. Mm-hmm. Keep your business out of the street, and even if you you formulate a plan, man, even if it's on some good terms type shit, keep that shit to yourself too. Exactly. Like move as a unit, man. Yep. God damn. <laughs> we had to say this shit every week, man. For I mean, real. Tired of telling y'all this shit. <laughs> Alright, bro. We finna roll. We finna roll onto a lighter note. The cap of the week. No cap. Oh, no cap. This dude. Stop the cap. This dude, man. <laughs>
1: Donald J. Trump, man. I don't know if this he man... made it again. I knew it. Man, I knew bro, it. he was going to make it again. <laughs> this man, bro, ceased to amaze me. This man tell people that the reason why America's COVID numbers are higher than the rest of the world's is because we're testing more. That's cap. This man said... We're, That's count. We're doing about... We're doing about... Uh, 25 million test and everyone else is doing one million.
0: <laughs> it's like, bro, what? <laughs> bro, I bet if this nigga heard you do his voice, bro, he'd be some motherfucker, man. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't talk like that. Is that how you talk? That dude, bro. <laughs> that dude, but like, you no, know, that. that's cap. That man just spewed. That's, yeah. that's cap for a couple different reasons. It's That's cap for a couple different reasons for me, though. Because the fact of the matter is, bro, we not doing that many tests. I can't tell you anybody that I know personally, except for one person. That was able to get tested for COVID nineteen.
1: Yeah,
0: and one thing I do realize: the more people that do get tested, the more people test positive. So that's that's true. But the thing about it is, a lot of people not getting tested. A lot of people not able to get tested. Not as many as he thinks.
1: No, nah. or not enough. as the numbers like what the numbers reflect. And I think the numbers, you know, some shady stuff going on. You know, they, you know, they they increasing these numbers to try to. You know, the fear monger and all the stuff that the government do or whatever.
0: You but like they're paying for followers and shit. Yeah,
1: it's like that. they man, mine, bro. God, <laughs> That's real. exactly what it is. That's exactly <laughs> what these doing. These <laughs> <laughs> paying for followers, bro. For real. For COVID 19. Shit, crazy. And we don't need that, man. They just fear
0: mongering. And
1: Donald Trump, Right, because you know.
0: Go ahead. And not to discredit, you know, because like I said We do know people who have actually Passed away from this, but The fact that you feel like we tested more than everybody else I feel like every other country Took uh, took it upon themselves To test as many people as they could To lock and shelter people As many people as they could So they can't they could flatten the curve of this shit yeah. We have not taken any measures, bro To really, really deal with the situation And then they keep talking about another wave coming And I'm like all this shit is fucking cap at this point.
1: Cap. Cap, bro. I'm like, it's only going to be another right. It's, it's going to be a quote unquote another wave because we should have never been open. <laughs> the country should have Man. never been open, bro. I can understand that they want to give people to work and they're running out of money to give folks an unemployment and all this stuff like that. Man, but it's a better way, bro. Y'all print money. The government is printing money. I mean, okay, like
0: yeah, they really, you they really print they it. It ain't nothing bagging it. What's
1: bagging money? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. So I mean A promissory note. I don't wanna get into, you know what I'm saying, finance yeah, and stuff like that. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but really not. man, that's that man capping, bro. That man need to I'll take what I'm taking from Donald Trump is Donald Trump is old. And he just don't care what come out of his See mouth, now. bro. He just don't care. That man does not care what he says. It don't matter after.
0: What and I've what, learned. What's that? What, I, what I've learned is Donald Trump is the most cappinous person that there is. We, like, that man have been on Capitol a week he, about five and he times. And he don't care about capping, bro. Like he <laughs> don't, that's not. what he don't care about. I'm going to get up here, and I'm going to lie, and I'm not going to give a fuck about it. That's <laughs> just a pro J every week, bro. I'm like, man. hell you no. Know.
1: Seriously though. Bruh's going to come up with a way. He's going to cause Just like telling poor folks to uh, inject Lysol into their bloodstream. Like, what? Crazy, crazy asshole. That man is to be stopped, man. <laughs> Donald Trump needs to be stopped. He needs to be stopped, Man. Bro. What the police when you need them for real? Somewhere else? I ain't gonna say. <laughs> yeah, man. Just before we anyway, get out man. here, man, did you see that video of uh, the lady that ran up on the police officer that was in George Floyd? She ran up on him in the grocery store. Yeah, she ran video? up on the
0: dude that killed George
1: Floyd. Not him. One of the dudes that was out there, the dude with the beard. The police nah, officer that had the beard. Nah, what she say? Man, she ran up on dude. She was like. She was like, you killed that guy. You killed him. <laughs> She's was dead man. You killed that guy. And you're just out here buying Oreos. <laughs> Damn. You're just out here living your life. Uh, and he's dead. He's <laughs> like, she recorded he this. You out here buying Oreos
0: or shit. got video, bro. You got Ooh, to. yeah, I'm gonna watch that right now. We're yeah. yeah. out here buying Oreos and shit. She <laughs> called his ass on that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. It's a crazy world we live in, people. Wicked. Crazy world we live in. Yeah, man. I advise everybody to stay prayed up, man. Yep. And if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You feel me? <laughs> That's the motto, man. For real. This is the No Cap Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Javier Fresco and on IG at Sweatshop Fresco. Man, you can
1: follow me on IG and Twitter at Snugs the Zero. Snugs the D
0: A Zero. Show for show, sure, man. This is a no cap podcast. Take care. Y'all be saving. We is out. Out of here. Long.